0: everybody welcome back to player to player our weekly gaming talk show here at Nerd northerners we discuss the weekly gaming news with you that you don't want to miss out on and this week there's a lot of goodies one of the big ones we'll be talking about later tonight is the big ea gate going down the big fiasco we'll get into more details later on in the show but for now i'm going to be introducing my two wonderful co-hosts who i get the pleasure of chatting with every week danny and wes how's it going gents
1: it's going guys how are you doing How's everybody doing tonight?
0: I, I can't complain. It's it's a beautiful Monday, and and you know, I got up to a lot. We had Brian come by the studio today doing a, a fun community stream, and uh, it was just a good time. We played some Rocket League. I uh, had a, one of our newest supporters, and a guy named Commons Xylophone came by and dropped off a bunch of subs, and just been a great week for for the, for the network. And Dan, I know you've had a, a stressful special day at work. You're mentioning just before the stream, so I know you're looking forward to ironing it all out and doing oh, yeah, a little this,
1: this is definitely where i come to relax and talk some gaming news and hang out with you guys so it's gonna be a good time i'm not at work no more
0: we always remark before we get started how oh at the end too that the time goes so fast here and you know wes you were mentioning last week it's like should we almost like push it a little bit longer but like no like you know don't want to do that
2: slippery slope it is like as soon as as soon as we go that route, that's that's gonna be the end of it and then it's, it's, it's We're into like three-hour episodes and then suddenly it's like a nine-hour show and yeah
0: We've digested the whole week just, every angle of it. it's covered
2: <laughs> Yep. yep, exactly
0: uh, So we do have some goodies here uh, to get going to and let's get started with that although I'm in, uh, I mean Actually closed down my Fox in here. So just give me one second to bring it back up. There we go. All right So, first thing we're going to be diving into is uh, a big acquisition that happened last week. So, obviously, it's been in the news for a while that Microsoft was interested in purchasing Bethesda. But it hadn't actually happened. That transaction did not yet come through. And Microsoft was really unable to, one, A, discuss with Bethesda their plans. Because you can't discuss your plans with something you're acquiring until you've actually acquired it. And it's yours. Um... You know, otherwise, I'd be shaping the business's practices before the business has actually had a chance to Or you know, it may not even become yours so You're altering something that may not be officially yours Either way, it went through this week And with that comes with a lot of answers to questions that we've been patiently waiting for uh, To come out about this deal Will games be exclusive? What's going to happen to future Bethesda titles? And that has kind of been answered more or less this week Uh, Phil Spencer came out and uh, had some big announcements, you know with the addition of Bethesda coming in saying and the following With the addition of the Bethesda creative teams gamers should know that Xbox consoles PC and Game Pass will be the best place to experience new Bethesda games including some new titles in the future That will be exclusive to Xbox and PC players now I know none of us saw this as a surprise and I mean I think Anyone who would have thought is this as a surprise is just it, it's not there. It's uh It, it was obviously going to be that they're going to be taking some titles and playing them exclusives But which titles are they going to make exclusives? Do you take something as massive as the Elder Scrolls series and throw that as an exclusive something like uh, sorry doom or uh, Even Fall, uh, fallout becoming an exclusive so Wes, I want to pass it to you first being a, a dev and, and and kind of you know where um uh, microsoft may be seeing this what titles do you think that they would want to keep exclusive down the road and which ones do you think they might want to keep out there on the open market
2: uh, i mean i think ideally um they'd like to have everything be exclusive um obviously they they there's some contractual uh obligations that still exist uh certain games like Deathloop isn't isn't uh, like ex- I don't know if it's exclusive or timed exclusive uh to the PS five. Um so there you know, there's there's a few things that sort of need to just sort of wind out and and, and kinda of do their thing. Um but yeah, I'd I'd imagine that they would like to do everything and they'll just kind of make that call on a case by case basis. Especially when it comes to those big ones. Um I think that there is enough of a PC market for things like uh, Elder Scrolls Mm -hmm. and Fallout for them to maybe just kind of go that route at first and say, hey, this is going to launch at first on PC and then eventually, you know, or or do like timed exclusive. It'll be on on Xbox One and and PC and we'll talk about other platforms later and then maybe just never talk about it if Mm -hmm. they don't have to. So I could see them kind of go that route. I, I I I mean I I'd like to see them keep it on on every platform. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly right now they're they're kind of talking that game that, yeah you know what we're open to it being on other platforms. Um, but they're also in third place. Mm-hmm. You know if they were selling numbers like the PS5 or like. Uh, the PS4 did, or like the Switch does, then they'd probably have a very different tune because, mm-hmm. let's be honest, like th- this is a different approach, a different culture uh, from from the Xbox One launch, but it is that same company. Mm-hmm. You know, they they went into that Xbox One launch being like, "Hey, we're the guys, and you need to catch up to us," mm-hmm. while shooting themselves in the foot. So,
0: definitely. So, I mean, it's interesting. I find that they. You know, comparatively, they're making a lot of moves. That I mean, just a couple of weeks ago, we were discussing that Google Stadia. One of the rumored reasons why they've kind of dropped all their studios and are Google Stadia kind of looks like it's almost on its way out uh, is due to the fact that Xbox acquired Bethesda, and you know what that does, putting such a huge publisher uh, of uh, of games under Microsoft's you know, wing, and i mean i take a look at a game like minecraft where that game has a lot of success it was already released on multiple platforms and the argument that could be made here is that minecraft has not actually received a sequel update it's still the same game um so that kind of reminds me more along along the lines of like an elder scrolls online so you know where you're saying like maybe some games will stay that way maybe a game like elder scrolls online or a game like Fallout seventy six, those games will stay in that they're not exclusive to Xbox in a way. But the next Skyrim and the next Doom and the next Fallout actual uh, uh, game specific titles, you know, that are following the story, continuing on, you know, in that series, maybe those will be locked behind exclusive door. What are your thoughts, Danny
1: Yeah, I, you know, I, following up on what Wes is saying, I'm sure that they want to keep it exclusively to, to Xbox. Um, but, you know, they did they, they just say that they are going to have titles for both. Um, but the question is, is, is that going to be new IPs? Is that going to be something that's not, you know, for Xbox or PlayStation? Uh, it's very hard to tell. But if I was Bethesda right now uh, and Xbox, I would hold all the exclusivity for themselves. But we're talking about a very different Xbox now. Xbox compared to... Uh, to when it was in the Xbox 360 area when they were fighting with PlayStation to be the top dog, uh, it's the mentality of of Microsoft has changed. Now they're they're focusing on spreading their games through Game Pass, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know we have a few titles that have hit Nintendo's Switch, uh, and we have of course a few titles that hit the PS4 and PS5. Uh, so this, like I said. I'm going by the old mentality of Microsoft and their fight against uh, PlayStation, but right now it's one of those things where, you know, are they going to continue fighting with PlayStation or are they going to play nice and just, you know, do their own thing kind of like Nintendo has? Uh, That is what we're going to find out.
0: I really feel it's an almost going for the throat kind of grab that, that, and I've said this before, where I find consoles are becoming more and more irrelevant. Other than Nintendo, being that Nintendo has something different. They've got the the on-the-go, and that'll always be their thing, and they know it. But I'm really struggling, you know, as the months tick on, and I'm watching certain games come out. Like, a game like Valheim will probably very rarely come to Xbox or PlayStation. The only way that it will come is with some sort of compatibility with a controller. I, I I guess you could do it. But I was thinking like having that mouse and keyboard compatibility plugin, and at that time, it's basically just buying a computer. So it'll be this will be a thing to come back to in years from now. But I really do wonder the next cycle of console generations if Microsoft this is you know we'll look back and now and say, man, Microsoft made that move eight years ago going to Game Pass, and think of it along the lines of uh, in my opinion a. Netflix to Blockbuster Right like when Blockbuster and and, You know we we had Jumbo video up here in Canada When those two stores were around You know when Netflix Like Netflix actually sat down In the room with the Blockbuster CEO and he laughed them out of the room saying You guys are stupid No one is ever ever gonna go And stream movies online They never (laughs) There was a reason
2: they didn't call it DVD by mail
0: Right And uh so but here we are 10 years later and everyone uses netflix and you know we keep reporting on these number growths of game pass it was at 11 million last april i believe and then in september went up to about 14 15 million and uh november went up to 18 million and this is without them having even acquired bethesda yet like that's without them having even owned it now and uh we're gonna actually jump to this right now because uh, it's Well
2: just, just before, oh. we, before we jump off that I, Like I think touching on Game Pass is a really important point too Because <laughs> Why do they necessarily Like You don't have to have exclusives Per se You could just They could be exclusive to Game Pass And hey If Microsoft and Sony Strike a deal and you can get Game Pass on your PS5 there you go.
0: Right? You know, you know,
2: it's it's not exclusive to like necessarily an Xbox or a PC. It's exclusive to this service. It's it's Netflix, you know. It's mm-hmm. you can watch this show, but we made that show, so it's on our service. How exactly. Get that, you know, and and how long until you know, Microsoft Microsoft starts doing that, hey, look, we got Game Pass running on a PS5, isn't that cool? Exactly. What do you guys think about, you know, and just kind of put those screws to sony to say like okay well sure you can you know we'll take a cut but yes you can you can have your service on here
0: that could be i mean there's a very friendly relationship with microsoft and nintendo that's pretty much how the whole microsoft uh the minecraft coming together happens is with nintendo they're the first ones to hop on board get that crossplay going and i think microsoft all the companies has the biggest dream and you know the desire to push for that now hey cross play yeah let's go cross play yeah cross play game pass i mean you can spend 20 dollars on cross that
2: Buy cross save right it's all there
0: it's all there and speaking of game pass and this is where i was actually adding on to game pass here is that uh as of the uh, 11th of march uh so this was four days ago 20 games got added or sorry uh the 12th of march 20 games got added onto the game pass from bethesda and those titles included the dishonored 1 and 2 doom 2 uh, doom 1 2 uh 3 and 64 and eternal fallout new vegas fallout 4 fallout 76 Prey, rage 2 elder scrolls uh 3 moral wind elder scrolls 4 oblivion elder scrolls 5 skyrim elder scrolls online the evil within and then the three wolfenstein games new order the old blood and young blood uh like holy shit like, that's just 20 amazing games uh, you know that if you haven't already played them they're going to have a blast going through playing them and if you've already played them going through and playing them a second time is not a big deal because they're fun games but it, it's that future i mean they have all the stock of old games great but that elder Scrolls 6 when it drops and this is where you know th- we have to really you know look at this and be like what what is where is that going to land is this going to be locked behind a Game Pass exclusive wall? Because, do you drop seventy nine ninety nine on Elder Scrolls Six, or do you get Game Pass?
2: Or do they do like, hey, uh, you know, Elder Scrolls Six is out this month. Game Pass is a dollar <laughs> this month. You, you know, know, stick around. Yeah. So, you know, like, yeah. per buck.
0: And they'll do that, and and you know they're going to do it, and then everyone's going to go, well, why would I go and drop ninety bucks on it? And yeah. Get, get, play yeah. Game Pass for a month and see if I like it. And oh, there's all these other games. Yeah, I mean it, it's a different service now. um It's a, we're in a different era, and I think Microsoft realized that there's too many cooks in the kitchen, you know. And Google Stadia trying to come in, do their their thing with the console, making a streaming console. uh yeah, I think that Microsoft just outsmarted them with Game Pass, and it's just like, well, just do what you're doing and put it in a subscription service. And they can stream their games right from that They can stream it to their phones Yeah, You don't need your Stadia system They can just stream it right from their phones It's better than what you can stream on Google Stadia (laughs) But uh Danny I'm gonna go with you on this one These 20 games that were added Does this incentivize you to pick up Game Pass now more than ever
1: it's funny. I feel like I'm always the uh, negative voice on this, and uh, it's it's <laughs> hilarious because it's like that questions
0: always seem to be aimed at me. Well, you know um, why? Because you're the big you're the big Nintendo guy, and and I feel that you actually bring that balance here, where though you know those things that's like yeah, it's like you know really the norm, and like you know you know the hype. You're like you know you know what, but you know I, I like over here. So I, I was love hearing your thoughts. That's why, buddy.
1: Yeah. So. <laughs> you know it's it's no uh, secret here that everyone knows that i am a big not only a nintendo guy, but i'm a huge physical guy for me having a physical uh product is is worth more to me than paying say a dollar of, uh how much is game pass anyway right now
0: uh for a month of game pass it's about 17.99 canadian that's for ultimate game pass and that's getting you pc access and console access so
1: yeah, about a dollar something for for a day kind of thing. Uh, you know what? It, for the amount of games that I have in my giant backlog, uh, something like that, I I can't play and beat games fast enough. So for me, going out and buying a game for you know either whatever price forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, whatever, um, I I, I just find for me it's worth more purchasing that copy of a game. So that i can actually play it you know down the road kind of thing um i don't know like i said i i it goes back to the same with like netflix and stuff like that i i prefer buying my movies mm-hmm. on physical media I, i'm a huge collector i like collecting stuff uh but this is i find game pass is is for people who have the ability to beat games fast uh or you know Uh, be able to just change up the games and be like you know what i don't like this one i want to play this one uh and you know that's that's good i'm glad for them you know it's a it's a great service but for me no i still wouldn't pick it up for me Mm -hmm. just like i said i for me i go for the games that i absolutely really love uh unless i've played it somewhere else and it's like a game that i've wanted to try but i didn't want to waste the money at the time and i'll borrow from a friend or something Mm -hmm. and then i'll decide whether i want to pick it up but yeah for for me it's just it's Mostly buying a physical property, and uh, you know, like with Nintendo, it's a little bit harder because you don't have that Game Pass. Uh, basically, you either buy or you don't play it, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's my mentality is I like to have it in my hand. I'll...
2: Do you play a lot of PC games, Danny? I don't I'm trying. No, to... I yeah, I okay. actually
1: yeah, actually I I've never been into PC gaming. Like, mm. I I think the only PC game that I used to play a lot was uh, sin which was like a first person shooter
2: yeah um, mm.
1: which is a great game uh, yeah. i played a lot of unreal tournament that was during my shot days nobody cared about art history so all i did was play a um unreal tournament that was the best sure. time uh and uh i i think gta was one that i played a while back is a friend of the family burnt the disc of games for us
2: like, the, yeah. like the original gta like the top yeah. down oh, okay okay
1: yeah so it's like with those games like that, yeah. But sure. no, I've never, I never been into PC gaming. I always liked the, the controller in my hand, even though you can to get a controller for a PC. But for me, I don't know. I just, I, I like to, I like to have a dedicated console.
2: Mm-hmm. For sure.
0: And that's why I always love asking those questions, Danny. You're, you're the dedicated console guy, and that's that's you know,
1: the end of voice, I guess.
0: If Danny breaks, then there's a, you know, then that's <gasps> what. Yeah,
1: <laughs> then, then everybody should be worried.
0: Uh, I I, yeah
2: i can't i can't imagine what it would be that would that would get <laughs> you
0: in common xylophone uh i was mentioned actually mentioned him right at the beginning again because you're such an awesome dude I, I, danny and wes have not had the pleasure yet of meeting you but uh oh octy thank you for the bits there thank you so much much thank appreciated much. we uh apologize oh, for nice. the lag here tonight so what we're having it's uh our internet provider is a bit of a dick and we're dealing with them so yeah, that's
1: that's right, Katie. Uh, I did uh, I did love my art history class just to play some games.
0: <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much, Octi, again for the bits. It's much appreciated. I'm gonna give a shout out if you guys have not already gone and checked out Octi. She is a fucking hysterical woman, and she will bring you so much laughter, so much joy, because she's just a holler and a hoot. But uh yeah a had mentioned up there that he picked up a uh, four months of game pass for a quid he, yeah you know, he's a european viewer and i believe a quid's about five bucks i think is what a quid is
1: about yeah
0: and yeah, uh something, something like that which is crazy like five months of game pass for five bucks and then you're theoretically playing titles that i mean it's thousands thousands of dollars in titles there uh just nuts absolutely and they, bonkers they
2: just quietly added like a, a, there was a couple announcements over the weekend uh, of other games coming and a couple more announcements today of more games coming this week um, just, like just more, it, more. It, it's something that's just quietly just keeps building and, and, and that um, I mean they do recycle games out um, yeah. uh, but I, I, I at least appreciate that when I jump into that client I can see like hey th- these games are leaving soon these games are leaving on this date
0: you yeah. know
2: if you want to check them out now is the time i I appreciate that which is a whole lot nicer than like i have to go to some website to find out what's disappearing off netflix and and watch that
0: yeah i don't understand why why they do that it's it's very very poorly done on netflix but there's something with game pass and i can't wait to see where it goes and where it lands i think it's going to come to nintendo i don't know if it'll ever come to sony and i think that's i I think i honestly i I
2: never say never
0: You're right. Never say never. The only reason I would say never on there is I think that Microsoft wants to take Sony out, and I think that they're okay with Nintendo because Nintendo's is Nintendo's that mobile market they're never going to be able to touch. They can't. They can't touch Nintendo, but Sony is in the industry to me like their number one competition. So if you're going to take somebody out, you'd go for Sony. Be like, yeah, we've got this really hot thing that we're not going to let you have.
2: Yeah, and so like. Like, you know, like Microsoft talks the big game of like, hey, you know, like we don't really see you know Sony and and Nintendo as competition and that sort of thing. I'm like, yeah, because you're you're losing. Yeah, like it's it's easy to like like I said, they they have talk a very good game right now.
0: Well, they do. We're but you there know,
2: was a time where they didn't. It was 2013, you know, and 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 Sony was the same way. Like Sony. was was very good in the PS2 days, and then PS3 came around. It was like, well, we feel that people are going to want to get a second job to pay for this system. And it's like, no, they're not. What the... And then, you know, Microsoft took over, and Microsoft, the next generation, was like, hey, guys, what if your console was also a cable box and was always online? Like... It, 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 all of these companies are, are chasing after number no, after number one, and they seem to forget pretty quickly. You know th- that they can drop down pretty quick too. Oh Jake it's
0: oh, I think I might have. Yeah, yep, There we up. go. I think my mics back <laughs> It's back. Okay. There we go. Part I don't know part. if. Yeah. You... Oh, there we go. Um. So uh, Draven brings up a really really good point up in here in chat. But if you eliminate competition, it's like Coke without Pepsi. You need competition to fuel developers and companies to make better products.
1: I agree 100%.
0: And so, to that, I agree. And, you know, if you're Microsoft, right, Sony's your competition right now, but they're not your only competition. Because I think what Microsoft is also trying to move into is being a store themselves, right? They sell all the games that are on Game Pass on the store. So, especially acquiring Bethesda, they've only gone and opened up that store portfolio more. Amazon has starts with an L Luna, I think, Project Luna, yeah, Yeah. which is their same version of Game Pass, and they're going to have channels, from what I'm understanding. So you're going to be able to go and get Ubisoft Connect on Luna's channel, something like that. And Stadia, well, Stadia is out. So you've got Nintendo, you've got Amazon, you've got Steam. You've got Epic Games Launcher.
2: I, I think... Okay, well, and Microsoft is really trying to, like, get themselves in, uh, into those markets as well. Like, <laughs> you know, you look at Halo coming to Steam, you look at Forza coming to Steam. Like, these were games that were on PC, but you could only get them in the Windows Store, which mm-hmm. was a just terrible place to have to navigate for anything. Yeah. Um. You know, so th- they they're they've definitely recognized that, hey, like, other people have done this better, yep, um, and and are opening themselves up to that. Um, like they they went out and grabbed EA play, and now EA play is eventually coming to game pass on PC um, whenever that happens, yeah. holding off on that damn Star Wars game until that happens.
0: Same, man. God, I'm not the only one. That sale
2: they had on the Epic Store it's launch It's on sale all the goddamn time right now, and I'm like, you motherfucker, you know I want to play this game. Just bring EA Play to here so I don't have to buy it, but you motherfuckers.
0: It gets down to like 20 bucks, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> I
2: can just, just buy this damn Star Wars game. As a month of Game Pass, though, the logic's not there. <laughs> yep. <I was> just <laughs> like, it's coming. As soon as I do it, they're going to announce that, hey, guys- now
0: that oh. Wes bought it. Yeah. So C- common, just says, it uh, common just says, i just says, I'm noticing two new faces tonight. Yes, Wes, below me here is on game on. You'll catch him tomorrow night. And Danny, you would have caught Thursday, but unfortunately he was sick, and uh, that's what happened Thursday night when you were were sharing the video in our in our Discord. Like, where's the stream, guys? Where's the stream? It was. Yeah, I'm so da- sorry about that, guys. <laughs> it was Danny. He yeah, was not was feeling good. well. Good. So uh, we improvised, and I forget what happened that night. We got something going. I forget now. But, anyways, I don't remember. I think Jody I was
2: playing Phasmophobia. Actually, Jody playing Phasmophobia that night.
0: Yeah, Jody got her yeah. stream going earlier. That's I what played, happened. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll move on from all of that, though. The Xbox talk. We'll have to wait a couple of years to really, really, really find out if this big gamble they're making is paying off. But so far, so good. If you've increased yourself from 11 million to 18 million in six months, that's not bad. And they're paying you 17 bucks a month.
2: (laughs) It is weird to see. Hey, I can play Doom 64 on my PC. Yeah. Just, it feels weird to say.
0: And one more thing on that too, what they're doing, and they already have done this to some of the titles, is they're going and and giving them uh, FPS boosts. So you're not just going to be playing through an older game at that older game's old pace. Like you're getting an upgrade to the frames per second in these games, to the graphics in these games. So... It's
2: almost kinda like playing a brand new game in ways. Um There's a voice in my head screaming, Oh great, Bethesda games can run at 30 frames per second now. Right. <laughs> Doubled that frame rate, baby. Yeah, that you know what that means? More mods. It's gonna crash more often.
0: <laughs> yeah, that too. Uh let's move on from Xbox and and hyping them up. Let's go hype up Sony for a little bit. So The Last of Us developer has been hiring. For a multiplayer game built for longevity One of the things that was noticed that they were looking for Is an economy designer And it was spotted on Naughty Dog's website So what an economy designer does What this person is uh, What they're looking for them to do Is to ensure a uh, robust longevity In the economy side of the game By designing, implementing, and tuning A game economy and player progression systems I really wonder Where you have to go to school To learn how to do that Because I feel like I could do that yeah, you, you you want me to figure out an economy? All right, we got bronze, copper, silver. Like, what do you, want? you know? But uh, I mean, yeah.
2: The, there's,
0: there's obviously more there's, to it. There's more to yeah, it. Have, yeah,
2: having made games whose economies, can melted immediately. Um, so yeah, it's, let, it's a little harder than it sounds.
0: Let, let's go to you for, for that. For that, then Wes, especially for a company trying to create a a long, robust uh, game, and obviously needing an economy for it. Where do you think well one, Naughty Dog could go with this and tell us a little bit more about that side of it that you know something that goes into the economy?
2: Well, I mean, where they could go. I mean they they've got franchises that are kind of built around the and they've they've done multiplayer stuff in Uncharted that's done really well, but like certainly The Last of Us could be something that could just be its own universe, um and just like a constant threat of of infected and that kind of thing. Um in terms of like designing the economy um it, much of it kind of comes down to making sure that there's enough sinks to s- to put this stuff into mm-hmm. you want to make sure that there's there's reasons to spend money and there's means to make money that aren't that 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 are in balance mm-hmm. you know just just like you'd have with you know the economy of a country you need you can't just print money because then it devalues everything you yeah. know the same thing with with a game economy you you want to make sure that there's a a steady even flow for for players to make currency but you also need currency to leave the system so you yeah. need sinks for for players to dump that into that that are going to feel satisfying for the players and and justified and and, and priced appropriately um a, as well as you know just just giving the, them that thing that like okay this money is now just it's it's dropping in over here and mm-hmm. it's it's just it's trickling out over here mm-hmm. you know it's never coming back um because it's it's you know it's it's all digital you're literally printing money in this case
0: yeah
2: um so I, yeah there i mean there's a fine balance to to strike there
0: i think you're, you're you know definitely something i've experienced in, in terms of a, a game economy changing and you know that explosion of it if you're not too careful is in world of warcraft where I remember playing the very beginning, and a thousand, two thousand gold was a lot. Of, it was a lot That's of gold, shit ton. And now it's like, oh, you don't have six hundred thousand gold in your bank, and it's like, no, should yeah, I? Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, everyone exactly. does. It's like, wow, okay, so like things have changed. When two thousand used to be like holy fuck, and now six hundred thousand is <laughs> noob. Um, yep. but I, I do remember I, I felt during one of the expansion, I can't quite pin it on which one, but I felt that there was just a sudden jump in in the the cost of things and you know whether or not that you know maybe in behind the scenes there had been some sort of an imbalance in the economy made for that expansion to the passion of you know an item or two coming out that generated more money i don't know i mean so many different things that could I mean, the lead to that yeah but. there was
2: a jump in the cost of things there was a jump in the like the amount of currency you got for just simple quests and and dailies when you know when they introduced dailies that that gave you sort of a, a fixed amount and it was a decent amount yeah um and it was expected and anticipated that you were going to be doing it every day and that's that's what they wanted you to do Mm -hmm. it suddenly created this influx of of everyone just had gold you know um and you know without without those 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 means to get rid of those things you know, it, for much of that, uh, I think at that time, was, was expected to be kind of player trading, you know, mm-hmm. trading for services, trading for, you know, materials, trading for, for skills, like, like job skills and, and that sort of thing. Um, but that doesn't get rid of the currency. It just no. shifts it. You know, the, that, that gold still exists. It just exists on someone else. And, you know, you now have a problem of lots of money coming in, And it just gets shuffled around and doesn't really go anywhere.
0: And like right now, I think the last thing I looked at in WoW to buy a mount was something like 40,000, 50,000 gold. And that's just for one mount. And I remember buying during the Wrath of the Lichkin expansion. I'm not sure if you played around a whole lot during that time. But they had that one giant Traveler's Tundra Mammoth. Yep. And I think that cost about 18,000 gold at the time. Something like that. And that was a big deal. It's like, ooh, you're riding around with one of those. Like, you've got money. Or you know, it was like you know, at least at like a half decent sign you had money. So I you know, I'd managed to acquire one and that and I had the the motor hog and I I used to acquire those kind of rare mounts. And now I'm seeing another like forty, fifty thousand gold, and I'm like, man, I I've got forty thousand gold across all my accounts. I can't even afford one of these things. <laughs> but obviously again, you you've had to have played it doing the dailies all the time, you know, and, and bring it up and that I way. By but.
2: the end of that the the Wrath expansion, like everybody had those mounts.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and right. that's it. They yeah. were
2: literally a dime a dozen it was it, yeah that's a, a good way of dropping 18k but you know they yeah not 150 so who cares right danny
0: to over to you what kind of game do you think that the last of us would want to make into a long-term game to me it immediately almost goes to them almost designing like a last of us mmo like a elder scrolls online or a fallout 76 kind of thing what are your thoughts
1: yeah I, I agree that that would actually make a lot more sense i was thinking that or doing like um uh, kind of like left for dead where it's like an open world you know apocalypse kind of thing that you're trying to survive the outbreak mm-hmm. maybe something like that could work too
0: something but yeah
1: yeah, yeah i was gonna say it, those two ideas can be played around with an mmo could be very easy to make in that universe Like Les was saying, is like that they have their own universe. You can do a lot of stuff with your own universe. You can create new things that'll, you know, lead into the main game series if they do part three or when they do part three. Um, But yeah, like uh, just
2: create something whole, like whole cloth as well. I mean, that's not beyond their capabilities.
1: Exactly. There's so many choices that they could come up with. And
2: I'm sure eventually.
1: We we're going to start to see it kind of move into a a different type of uh of game so
0: mm-hmm. back in September 2019 Naughty Dog did come out and say that since The Last of Us or the, the Last of Us 2 would not be included in an online mode which is good because I think that this whole mixing multiplayer and single player games is the bad bad eggs don't do it mm-hmm. uh but that uh the players of the last of us who enjoyed the multiplayer component the first one Uh, they will be eventually be able to experience the fruits of our team's online ambition But not as part of the last of us t- part two So that almost there spells out the fact that hey, we're working on something the last of us is going to be multiplayer focused And you won't find it now, but you'll get it later. This could be it later I mean if there was a game for them to make into an mmo style game where you're working with other players coordinating I mean, there's a lot of stuff they could do here. They could go almost a Valheim route, base building, uh, persistent world, servers. Um, you know, they could also just go straight MMO like Elder Scrolls Online and follow Seventy Six have, where you're trading with players, you're intermingling with those players. Probably more Elder Scrolls Online like than Fallout Seventy Six, but
2: I'm picturing a Destiny format more Ooh, than
0: anything. A, de- a Destiny a format. Picture.
2: Yeah, I mean Ooh. a lot of a lot of. Uh, Devs are are chasing that, right? I mean, Destiny's kind of that that middle ground between MMO where you're you're charging subscription or you got to do free to play stuff. Um, although they do do free to play in Destiny too, but mm-hmm. they they have their their means of making you spend some money and and that. Um, but yeah, anytime I hear now like these these sort of like ongoing things, I think like live services, Destiny, and and to a much le- much much lesser extent, Anthem
0: yeah true those it, it could be it, it could end up there too it would that'd be nice to see i think for a, a little bit more of a ground-based game because those games are you know anthem and destiny are kind of high sci-fi so it'd be nice to see that kind of format brought down to modern times and zombie survival you're know, having to work together in that sense it'd be cool we'll see where they can go with that Let's move on though, we got a couple more big things tonight, and obviously I want to get to EA Gate. and we actually, you know what, I think the biggest one we ended up talking about was Xbox, because we just went on about the Game Pass, but it's just, holy shit, like they got, they have a lot of good stuff going over there, but let's go dive into the big one, sorry here, that we wanted to talk about tonight, I mentioned at the beginning of the show here, we're going to dive into this, and that is what is being called the EA Gate. Obviously, anything you attach a gate to is really important, just like Watergate back in U.S. politics, and that's kind of where it comes from. Pizza Gate was the recent one. So now this is EA Gate. And what happened? Well, an EA employee uh, has been uh, that, or sorry, an alleged EA employee, due to some screenshots of a text exchange between this alleged EA employee and a FIFA 21 player, shows them. Purchasing FIFA Ultimate Team Icon and Team of the Year cards uh, What does this do? Well, it completely breaks the whole purpose of the FIFA Ultimate Team So if you don't know what that is You go on FIFA Ultimate Team You purchase packs using coins that you generated by playing against other players You open up these packs and then they are full of cards Just like you would open up a trading card pack You take these cards out And you can organize them into adding players to your team Some of them are stat upgrades Or some of them will be injury upgrades, like your player gets injured, right. use this card on them, their injury is no longer that long So things like that, when you go and introduce, not introduce, because they didn't introduce anything When this kind of thing happens, where you have someone that is behind the scenes So somebody who is supposed to be managing these operations, making sure that the playing field is fair for everybody Is going and taking cards out of the system of equality, or duplicating, or however they're they're doing this um but they're getting these cards and turning around selling them on a black market therefore obviously creating a supply and demand uh, you know artificial or for a not a real item it's a virtual item for a game um but completely destroying the fundamentals of this loot system where you're buying and you're now, there's a lot of people that put real money towards it by going and buying these packs Which you can also do not just with the coins, but you can also buy these packs with real money and It's nuts. It's it's absolutely nuts that this would happen I think that something like this is really damaging to companies that have loot boxes And especially items inside of that if there's a way of acquiring these items outside of the loot box itself And again, if you can acquire this item By not opening up the loot box by trading it between players or selling it between players like this happened here um, it just it, why should everyone else invest the money in it? Like it just destroys the whole process. Wes, I'm gonna throw this over to you first, being a dev, and uh I just want to hear your thoughts on this and and what this does to a game that has loot boxes. What, is it, you
2: I, I mean, it com it completely undermines it. You know, we were we were talking about economy design like that. That's it. You know, like if this is actually a developer and they have access to data behind the scenes then yeah they can give anybody whatever they want you know um, you shouldn't Uh, you shouldn't be selling those sorts of things Um, certainly shouldn't be selling them Um, you know I could see an argument being made for hey like you know my brother plays this free to play game or something like that and you know he he wants like some some extra currency or something like that. I could see that sort of thing, but even that is is like that's going to get you fired. You mm. know. Like I I we have a, an economy in our game. I would never touch any of that stuff uh to give anybody anything because yeah, if if anyone found out, I would that would be the end of my job. Uh and I certainly wouldn't be hired elsewhere.
0: Yeah. Hundred percent. There was um, it's almost completely an irrelevant point. We're gonna bring it up anyways. When I was a teenager, there's a game I used to play called Neverwinter Nights, and a server that we played on, um, it was being made by a by a guy, and he let his wife come on and play. And you know there was no problem with his wife come on and playing, except that this was a role play server, and I was one of the dungeon masters, and so you could kind of like invisibly watch people as a dungeon master and your whole thing was to make sure that everyone's having a good time everyone's talking how you know playing the game you know playing the game right because it's role playing anyways so me and a couple other dungeon masters realized that her characters were running around in the zones that were not really supposed to be played in yet because they're too high level and she's just destroying everything so we look at her gear and she's maxed out fucking everything like best gear possible and so we took the guy aside and we're like dude like you can't have this like this this can't be like it doesn't matter necessarily that you know she's not interacting with people there's just it's a fundamental it just this breaks the game like if anybody sees her they're like what the hell you know there's this god walking among them in armor and shining everything and, and you know it's it's yeah i i just kind of feels that you know Obviously, that's a much lighter situation than this, but just kind of similar. Where it just it just fundamentally breaks it for everybody else, even even unknowingly. You know, it just it makes the you know it makes the concept of what everyone else is working towards. You know, that takes a person two years to acquire a good sword, and she just gets given it because you know her husband's the server owner. It's like yeah, well, it's, yeah. Even if you work for the company, or even if you're you're inside, you can't be doing those things. And apparently, this alleged seller was offering like a menu of items, including three icon cards. For 750 Euros or 895 American Or 3 Icon cards and 2 Team of the Year cards for 1000 Euros Which is almost 1200 American like, He's like, Yo, you know, what, what do you want? I, I can get you anything I'm Tony Soprano <laughs> But EA has came out and they had a, uh, a post on their Twitter that reads the following We are aware of the allegations currently circulating within our community Related to FIFA 21 Ultimate Team items A thorough investigation is underway, and if we identify improper conduct, we will take swift action. We want to be clear. This type of behavior is unacceptable, and we in no way condone what is alleged to have happened here. We understand how this creates concern about unfair balance in the game and competition. We will update the community as we get more clarity on the situation. And that's a big one, too. If you're a person who is a competitive gamer in the FIFA Ultimate Team community, And you're putting your real life money towards it and you're putting your hard time towards it. And just to find out that you could have potentially been playing against guys who just bought all their cards in a black market online and just destroying you and beating you. Not because of the skill difference, but because your guy and their guy, when they both go to poke check for that puck, because he's got the 98 and you've got the 93, he's going to win. Nothing to do with your skill versus his, just their character stats. And obviously by obtaining better cards, by buying them, you can do that. So Danny, over to you. What are your thoughts on this?
1: Yeah, I definitely agree that they should be fired for that. Um, and we, we've talked about it so many times about games that are unfair due to certain certain things that, uh, that go on in gaming. Uh, and that's one of them, right? So, you know, being a FIFA player myself, you can tell the difference of someone who is using stuff to get ahead as you put it like not you really using the skill that you know one takes from learning how to play the game Uh, and it doesn't matter if you're playing a first-person shooter a sports game or or any game anyone who has that advantage uh just doesn't make doesn't make you want to enjoy the game it's 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 basically a slap in every player's face Ah, uh, because they can't get the same gear as uh, as that person, whether it be legal or black market. It's it's a thing that really should be cracked down on, and uh, I don't feel sorry for the guy who uh, who sold the stuff because he's going to get what's coming to him. That's yeah. just a stupid thing, you know. You, you're trying to get more money, but in the end, you're going to screw yourself over, and you you're just going to be bankrupt. So, good luck with that.
0: It's sad. It's a sad day, and I mean, we've talked a lot about the whole loot boxes, and you know whether or not it's even a good thing for gaming. It, you know, this randomized. Oh, you might get the item that you want. Can't you just make somebody buy that item if they really want it? Just put a price behind it if they really want it. Just they can buy it instead of randomly.
2: Sure, <laughs> a thousand euros.
0: Right, <laughs> a thousand euros for this card. That's uh, that's great.
2: Yeah, I mean, and there are games that are built around that sort of thing where it's, you know, it, it, it's pay to win is a is a phrase for a reason. Um, oh,
0: I wouldn't say pay to win. I mean, like, in terms of having, like, a, a cosmetic difference, you know, like, having sure. that, you know, cause like, like what's it called? But
2: the, 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 there are games that do that, like Clash, oh, yeah. uh, Clash Royale does that, like, that is straight up, like, pay to win. you play and if you have not spent more than the other guy, then you're probably going to lose. Yeah. You know, yeah. like that... He's ahead it, of you. Some of that is alleviated by, by like the randomness of the loot boxes, and they can kind of control uh, the odds of you getting very powerful things. Yeah. So that it, it's a little more spread out, a little more even. Um, But yeah, like if, if there is no means of just buying whatever you want, and someone is straight up selling whatever you want, and, and they have access to that stuff to just kind of add it to your account, like yeah that's that's going to completely mess things up um from from like a a trust uh standpoint of, for the players yeah um it's it's going to screw up like any kind of tracking of that stuff is going to be all mess, messed up now because there's just there's going to be more of them than anticipated um yeah it, it's you know this stuff is, is, is traceable To a point so mm-hmm. it, it seems like a profoundly stupid thing to do
0: Absolutely he's going to get found out Going to get fired and it just sucks Because it's going to call into a lot of questions I mean there uh, there's one I'm pretty sure six months ago or more or not We talked about somebody who had spent something like 25,000 on FIFA cards And I like that guy there is probably Few and being like what the fuck I could have just bought them <laughs> But <laughs> Of opening up all those packs That's uh, a lot of money Uh, Anyways Let's move on To our final topic of the night And we're going to get to a little bit of movie action Because we do like talking about our video games Movies here And there's one video game movie in particular That had not one announcement last week But two announcements last week And that is Borderlands Borderlands the movie has officially cast Florian Montano I apologize if I butchered that Montanay? Anyways. Uh, Florian Montaneau has been cast as Krieg. He may you may or may not know him as Victor Drago in Creed 2, but he is going to be joining the Borderlands film to play as Krieg. Uh, Krieg is one of the characters. He's a psycho who was taken and manipulated. Um, and he ended up surviving all of the steroid injections and all the other mutations that was done to him uh, uh, by Dr. Benedict. And as a result, he actually has two personalities in the game. He loses out to Um The psycho side of him and instead of the Krieg good side of him And you may or may not know Krieg because he ends up following tiny tina around So we're going to be expecting him to be of course being the bodyguard to tiny tina because that's what Krieg does But the other announcement that we had Was a brand new role for Haley bennett. She's been cast uh, to play alongside in the history and the story of Lilith, ca- uh, the character Lilith Who is being played by Kate Blanchett So we'll be seeing her coming up um, in there What she's going to be playing, I don't really know You can find Hayley Bennett in the Hillbilly Elegy As well as the Devil All the Time And yeah, what she's going to be playing though There's not a lot of details other than that She's going to be a part of the past of Kate Blanchett's character Lilith Rounding out who has been so far announced as the cast We have Kate Blanchett again as Lilith We have Jamie Lee Curtis as Dr. Tannis Jack Black as Claptrap Kevin Hart as an ex-soldier turned mercenary Everyone thinks it's going to be Roland Ariana Greenblatt as Tiny Tina Who was um, in Game of Thrones She was, I forget the house name But uh, she was the, the the younger girl who was very aspiring in the North and Florian Montano as Tiny Tina's protector, Creek. So we're very much looking forward to that movie. Danny, going to throw this one to you first. I know you love your video game movies. How excited are you for Borderlands now that it's really coming together?
1: Uh yeah, yeah, it's it's great. Like seeing the cast coming in together. I'm not a huge Borderlands fan, uh, so I I'm still going to see the movie. Don't get me wrong, but I, I want to see a trailer. I want to see I want to see what this is going to look like. I want to see how they're planning to do it uh, like i said i'm a huge fan of of any video game movie whether it's good or bad uh, i do have them all i do collect them mm-hmm. uh so i want i want to see how they plan to do this film is it going to be as good as some of the other films that we've got or is it not going to be it's it's one of those things where it's up in the air but like i said, i, I want to see i want to hold my judgment until i see an actual trailer
2: what about you wes uh, still doesn't excite me um, No. no, nope, still not Still not uh, Not all that interested uh, Arianna Gr- Greenblatt was um, uh, She was young Gamora In the Avengers movies
0: she, so, Was she not also in the Game of Thrones? Or maybe not uh, Not according maybe I mi- to Maybe I'm mixing nope, her up for somebody to else
2: IMDb anyway.
0: hmm. I think I'm mixing uh, her up for somebody else
2: sure uh yeah she was she was young gamora though okay um yeah i i mean it it sounds like they're they're going all out to try and get people uh get you know some some bigger names to fill those roles um i do like jamie lee curtis um i i so i i her inclusion kind of interests me a little bit um i think i'd rather see her in a uh, in a Street Fighter movie, just because she's such a Street Fighter fan, um, but uh, but yeah, I I, I think I'm, I'm I think I'm with Danny on this one. I like I need to see a trailer. I need to see something, um, and I I'm not exactly like holding my breath that this is going to be something I want to see.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, who I got confused was is uh, she's an English actress who got who was bella ramsey in game of thrones and she has been cast as ellie in the last of us HBO series so that's where i got that confused Uh, but uh sure yeah i gotta say i'm pretty excited for borderlands i've always enjoyed the humor claptrap i think is so fucking hysterical all the time and i can't wait for that to come out hopefully it's gonna prove uh to be something that you guys will want to watch and check out the star cut the star studded cast is definitely something that to me has me automatically hooked and gripped Surprised Dwayne The Rock Johnson has involved himself, then it would be a Jumunji <laughs> triple. Or, uh, or the word there is. But, uh, anyways, I think that's it for here tonight on Player to Player. It's always a pleasure talking with you gents, discussing the weekly gaming news that nobody would really want to miss out on because it's good stuff. There's so much good stuff coming out. And, uh, I think we hit all the big ones tonight. There's a bunch of other stuff that happened throughout the week, folks, but this is what we find to be the stuff that is, well, oh, was worth discussing. It's the big stuff. And as always, Danny and Wes, it's a pleasure chatting with the two of you.
1: Yeah, it was a great night. Thanks again, guys, for getting me, uh, getting me out of my funk. As always.
2: <laughs> yeah, this is this is always a great time. Love uh, just kind of chatting and and sort of making our our wild speculations as to what's going to happen next.
0: Right. It's it's nice and. Uh... We'll be back next Monday for another episode of player to player where you can hear me, Danny, and Wes sharing our thoughts on the weekly gaming news that happens. And we've got some deep insights. I worked at a former game store, as did Wes. Danny is a lifelong gamer, as are, again, Wes and I. And together, we give you our opinions. If you enjoyed them, you can take us on the road with you at any point in time by going to your favorite podcast source and looking for the player to player podcast. You'll find us, and you can download our episodes and listen to us wherever you want. So you don't even have to join us here. You can just take us on the road. That's that's what you can do. If you want to, you can join us live and ask us some questions in the chat. We occasionally get to them when uh, they're relevant, and we like to kind of call them as it comes in. Uh, night to everybody who has joined us in the chat. Night to Katie. Night to Common again. And we will see you all next Monday. Until then, take care and have a good night.